Hello, this is Quiet Time with Kaimi, where I talk about things I enjoy talking about and do so quietly so that you can rest and relax. This is not a place with expectations. You are not required to do anything or even remember what I talk about. You are only needed to rest and enjoy your time here. And today I will be talking about a phrase many living in the central United States will be familiar with, and that is the dog days of summer. Now the common explanation for the dog days of summer is that it is so hot, so unbearably hot, that all of the dogs are panting. Well, this is something I think many parents tell their children in this part of the world when the early days of August come. But in fact, the dog days of summer, that phrase has a long and ancient history associated with it, but it requires a bit of background to understand. If you go out at night in midwinter, all bundled up and warm against the cold wind, and you look to the southern sky in an area that is not so overwhelmed with light pollution on a night where the clouds do not cover everything, you will very likely see the most ancient and most recognizable of constellations, and that is Orion, with its four bright stars in the corners and the three bright line of stars in the belt. Orion the hunter, named after the Greek mythological hero, and if you look to the southeast, of Orion, just slightly down and to the left, you will see the brightest star in the night sky, and that is the star Sirius. In the ancient Greek world, Sirius was the companion of Orion the hunter, and was known as the dog star, but its history goes back even further than that. In ancient Egypt, Sirius was known as Soptet or Sothis. Sothis was in many ways identified with Isis, who was the wife of Osiris, the god of the underworld. And Orion, which was a Greek name, was in Egypt named for Osiris. Now, Osiris, or Orion, I suppose, and Sirius are not always visible in the sky, in the night sky. They are most visible in midwinter. But you can even see Sirius, a bright star in the west, just after sunset in late April. But there is a period where Sirius and Osiris, excuse me, Orion, are so close to the sun where you cannot see them at all. 
This period is from about May through the middle of August, somewhere around 70 to 90 days. In ancient Egypt, it was said that during this period, Isis and Osiris were taking their journey through the Egyptian underworld and would then come out the other side. Now this coming out of the other side was very important in the Egyptian calendar. The moment where at Memphis one could see Sirius just above the horizon near the Great Pyramids just before sunrise was where they marked their new year. This is known as the heliacal rising, which is something that every star and constellation do if you are living at temperate or tropical latitudes. If you are living at the polar latitudes, of course, you only see the same stars all year round, and there is no difference between the summer and the winter, aside from, that is, how much sunlight you receive. So this heliacal rising occurs, at least in the ancient world, occurred in late to mid-July. And it was associated in Egypt with the, of course, hottest days of summer. Now these heliacal risings of Sirius were also important throughout the Mediterranean. In Greece and Rome, they were especially important as the rising of Sirius, the dog star, signaled the most droughty and thunderstorm-laden part of the year. It was a time of bad luck for them, and many people believed that it was a time that brought illnesses such as fever and lethargy, among others. The rising of Sirius is mentioned in Homer's Iliad in the following phrase. Priam saw him first with his old man's eyes, a single point of light on Troy's dusty plain. Sirius rises late in the dark, liquid sky, on summer night's star of stars. Orion's dog, they call it, brightest of all, but an evil portent bringing heat and fevers to suffering humanity. Achilles' bronze gleamed like this as he ran. Another Greek author, Hesiod, also mentioned the hottest part of the year, but he said it was to be the days before Sirius returned to the night sky, and I quote, When the piercing power and sultry heat of the sun abate, and almighty Zeus sends the autumn rains, and men's flesh come to feel far easier, for then the star Sirius passes over the heads of men who are born to misery only a little while by day and takes greater share of night. Then, when it showers its leaves to the ground and stops sprouting, the wood you cut with your axe is least liable to worm. Now this summer heat was suggested to actually come from Sirius, and it was believed that if Sirius was twinkling in the sky when you first saw it, that the summer's heat would be the worst, the most unbearable. But if it was calm in the sky, 
then the summer's heat would be relatively mild. Of course, the twinkling or lack of twinkling of stars is caused by atmospheric disturbance by heat itself rising from the ground. So there may be some, some truth to that. Now, there were some remedies for people who believed that Sirius would bring this incredible heat. And one of them was to steep your lungs in wine, and another was to give great sacrifices. Now, of course, over time, more and more, the idea of the dog star, Sirius, became further and f further connected with dogs themselves. And it was believed that dogs actually became crazy in this time of July and August. Pliny, in particular, notes that there were larger numbers of dog attacks during this part of the summer and advised feeding them chicken manure to reduce dog attacks. Now, of course, following this, there was a, a period in Europe often called the Dark Ages, but people still remembered this aspect of summer, the, of being brought by the dog star, and the dog days phrase continued to be used, which is why we still have the phrase today. There is a saying among farmers in North America that goes, Dog days bright and clear indicate a good year, but when accompanied by rain, we hope for better times in vain. So as you can see, the dog days of summer are only vaguely connected to the idea of very hot dogs. Interestingly, since our calendar now is fixed to a point, and since we have this phenomenon called the precession of the equinoxes, whereby the pole star rotates in a circle every 4,600 years because of the wobble of the Earth's axis, this means that the helical rising of Sirius in the summer is actually no longer in mid to late July, but actually in mid to late August. So as time goes on, we will become further and further disconnected from this notion of the dog star causing the dog days of summer. But I think, at least in cultural parlance, it fits very well. And I see no reason not to at least take a rest day to celebrate the dog days of summer and try to find somewhere cool out of the heat to lay down and relax and allow yourself to at least in some part enjoy the lethargy and the calm that this time of year necessarily brings with its heat. So thank you for listening today. This has been Quiet Time with Kaimi, and I hope to see you here again soon.